Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come. This is the Eat Sleep Early Repeat Podcast, your weekly AEW review and breakdown. Introducing first the most electrifying host in all of professional wrestling podcast, Gnarly. And the other half of our hosting duo. They call me the Duke. They call me the Digital Phantom. They call me the MJF of introductions. Oh, shit. That's and a the new Duke one. Of I like it. Also known as Garrett. Yo, what up, everybody? Garrett, How are you, you today, just Charlie? as MJF saying, if Vince McMahon pays more money, you're jumping over? Give me what I want! <laughs> <laughs> I like it, bro. Bruce Buffer says it's time. That means it's time, Garrett. We had some good wrestling, man. There was some good wrestling. I the way I described it to you when we first uh, connected today for this uh, was up and down was wrestling this week. But like, hey, that's how it's going to be some weeks. You yeah. know, Cody Rhodes' promo isn't going to be a banger every week. You know, like that's how it is. You know, and um, and as we'll touch in on our news segment, there's probably going to be some new people joining AW in the next couple months that were uh, out of jobs yeah. this week. So we'll be diving yeah. into that, but. Garrett, before we do, I got to say, we had the NFL draft this past weekend, and yeah. you're a Colts fan. I'm a Packers fan. It, it, this is yeah, – yeah, yeah, I yeah. feel like this was a good draft, and I'm just really happy about it. I just got it. done watching the uh, Matt Ryan interview on Pat McAfee earlier. Dude, so Matt Ryan is such a likable guy, dude, and I'm – I can't wait to see what he does. And Garrett, you might have a new number one receiver on your team, Mr. Alec Pierce. He's a big old white boy that runs a 4-3-3. I mean <laughs> – yeah, how about that? A white wide receiver in the NFL. <laughs> right? that? Shades of Anthony Gonzalez, except that guy moved as fast as a fucking. I mean, hurdle. actually, I joke, but like, you know, obviously there was Dan- Danny Amendola for years, right? Like, yeah. And like, you know, like, and he ended up, you know, tapering off. But like, it's not, not completely unheard of. But, you know, it's it, so what, what specifically um, is interesting to you about that guy? I'm just curious. Like, what, I, I what think, jumps out to you about him? I think the thing he does is he possesses enough qualities that. He can play the uh, the X receiver, which is your first technical receiver. And what's okay. going to be good about this is he is going to make the entire depth chart better, and that's going to let our boy, the fishing god, Michael Pittman, play better. Absolutely. And Garrett, that you know what we think- need. You know what we need on the the Michael and Kiara channel is I'm calling them out. They don't listen to this podcast, but I'm calling them out. We need Herbert and him to go back out. Now it needs to happen. Completely different level. It needs to they're happen. Complete, they're both they're both both star NFL players now. They they <laughs> need to do it. They need to do it. Garrett, we need we need a draft in AEW. <laughs> we I do. Love, an AEW I love the draft. idea of a fucking draft, but that would mean splitting blends. What splitting brands? And yeah, guys, imagine what would the rampage roster look yeah. like right now? <laughs> and we, some people already think they're split up, but fuck. Uh, moving on, we'll jump into our unless there's something else I'm missing. Our favorites. Uh, oh yeah, no, I think, and yeah, we usually do news after favorites, right? Okay, yeah, I'm trying to yeah. remember the order we do stuff in. So I, 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 well, we can do whatever order we want. The show's on the fly. This is on the fucking wave. Uh, so I'll, hey, I'll hey, kick hey, us hey. off with the favorites this week and Garrett, maybe it's no surprise, maybe to surprise given I hate the feud, but Sammy Guevara versus Scorpio Sky ladder match for the TNT championship. And I'm going to bury the lead here again. This is, uh. I, I wish that we were keeping track. I think this might be the fifth or sixth week in a row we've had a dynamite uh, main event as a favorite, which is <laughs> you want to make your main events matter. And I, I, I'm I fucking down with that. Absolutely. And that's also bury the lead. But this is the pop that I feel like in a weird way Scorpio deserved. 
And I, I am, yes. I'm so happy he was able to finally be a babyface and get this big pop, win the championship, and I'm so down with it. So it's something pretty cool. So what did you think of this one? Uh, I, I, there was a lot of really fun stuff in this match. Um, the TKO, TKO from midair. I mean, you know, it's basically the same thing as the cutter from midair, but w- whatever. This whole match was supposed to run back that history anyway. Um, literally run it back. It was actually supposed to delete it from the cannon. No. Um, they, they had a Spanish fly onto the barbed ladder at one point. Ow. Um, that looks like that, like, really hurt <laughs> a lot. Um, yeah, it it, oh, it was kind of unique, right? Yeah, like I personally um, don't think I've seen that spot before. I don't even know if I've I've seen a barbed ladder before, but I don't know if I've seen it used in that way. Just like they tipped the ladder over at one point. I'm sorry about the dogs, everybody. They tipped the ladder over and just used that at some point. Yeah, and I gotta say there was a move Scorpio or uh, Sammy attempted here. I think Sammy literally almost died. He was probably there was there was a couple times he almost died. But off the ladder, he did like his little crazy thing that he likes to do, which I respect. I love. I love that he does that. But my god, this one, uh, it, it got close there. <laughs> but yeah, I like the pace of this. Yeah, um, he looked like he needed a second after that one. Like, damn. I like the pace of this. I feel like the Paige Van Zandt stuff was perfectly timed, and the, this is gonna work better with her as a face. Because if they're getting buried as a heel and she she ends up not being so good right away in the yeah, ring, how about that? The Dan Lambert rep- is representing a babyface organization now. That's what's happening. Yeah, and you know now we he hate makes Lambert a face, and he actually kind of leaned into that a little bit in the promo stuff. Like he did, and I think he can make it work. I, I do think, or I shouldn't say I think. I hope I'll fantasy book a little here. I do hope that now Scorpio and Ethan can kind of go their own way and kick off. Lambert, and then maybe maybe reform SCU, but with Frankie after uh, Scorpio and Frankie have their little feud here, which I'm cool with. I love these guys together, man. That I mean, seeing them back on BTE a couple weeks ago for the BTE 300, it just made me so happy. And like, I, I'm just ready for these guys to be a group again, but with Ethan, because since Christopher Daniels isn't really working like that anymore, you know? Yeah, I I, I agree. Um, I'm the one thing that's really fucking sad though is that the TNT title has basically been run into the ground, and it was one of my favorite titles to watch for a good while there. Especially like you, you, if you go back like to like months ago when it was on Miro, you know, like, and the 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 journey that championship went through all the way to when Cody left, you know, um, up until then the championship felt like it meant so much. And you can take it even further back than that to when it was, you know, the original run with Cody. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like. Well, that and now it's it's kind of Brody's title and it's branded as the workhorse title. And we need to get back to that And it's just been buried. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just being honest. Like, it feels like they just hot shotted it around to get rid of some history that they didn't like anymore suddenly. But like, I don't know. It just feels. Like, it's dangerous to hot potato a title too often, and I feel like now they have to take it. You like, can't Scorpio fix needs to this hold this for like Scorpio another three hundred days or something. He needs to go undefeated again for like three hundred days now, even though you just had him lose an undefeated streak. It's like I don't know what, I don't know what's what what's going to have to happen here. You, but have, you have to take him on a journey with a great character development here, and he has to he has to go on this journey, and maybe it's Ethan down the road or something or. 
you know, maybe they form. I would love to see a baby face Scorpio face a heel, Ethan. I think it could be great. And if you if you do it properly, that could be the feud going into all out for this title. And it's a feud we care about because Scorpio's had great matches. And and we're going to talk about someone who who returned to dark this week. And, you know, Takeshita, maybe maybe the goal is to get Takeshita to go for this or. Maybe they're going to work love back to see around. A similar thing with him and Kenny, by the way. Yeah, and maybe they'll Whenever work back Kenny's around to having Andrade go for this again, or you know, insert another name. That's a great talent, and they just—it's—it's it's dangerous to hot potato a title. You have to address. You know, I'm glad they didn't make make, in my opinion, the mistake of keeping this on Sammy. I was I maybe that added to the match for me and why I enjoyed it so much, and I wasn't really expecting that pop. If we had done predictions on this, I, I think I would have picked Sammy to retain. And I I think this is I wasn't expecting it. It was the proper move. And now let Sammy and Ty Conti, you know, do what they're gonna do. But you can still run Ty Conti and I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do with that. Maybe Yeah, it's it's kind of silly because you've got Ty Conti tied up with Paige Van Zant still, because they never started that. For whatever reason, even though they had the Scorpio feud going on in the background the whole time. So now you have this maybe, mistimed feud between them that's going to have to seem completely separate. Exactly. And maybe that's. So you're probably going to have to have Scorpio just, just come split. out with Ethan for a while, which is like, okay, fine. But like, you know. Maybe you can bridge Lambert off with and have him just be a, a manager for her instead of the guys if that's the route they go down. Because fortunately for them, there is going to be one of the best managers in wrestling, probably on his way to AEW, as we'll talk about in the news. And, you know, there's going to be some more wiggle room. So, yeah, since we talked about my favorite, Garrett, what was uh, what was your favorite this week? Yeah, I think probably one of the most anticipated matches going into a show recently had to be Dax versus Cash. I mean, everything that these two guys touch right now is just golden. Um, this was when I was actually originally going to turn into live just because I wanted to see, um, you know, the reactions on Twitter as it was going, but I just ended up watching it later anyway. But, um, I think I ended up watching it the night of, I don't think I waited. I didn't want to see like spoilers and stuff for like, I think that was what I did too. I think I watched it like, like three in the morning or something. Like it was like really late (laughs) after my stream. I figured I was, I was really busy that day, but I ended up watching it. Um, anyway. And they Matt they were they Matt wrestled the shit out like it was Texas catch can or whatever they call that like whatever Jr always says that I can't pronounce properly because I don't actually know the term. Um, they they did the thing that no one was like expecting them to do where they they did the subtle bl- breakup planting scene which obviously they're not going to break up you know although they might I mean especially after how successful this match was I mean never say never in wrestling right um, but I don't think they actually will at least anytime soon. Um, I think they built up like a, a perfect story in this match. You know, there was references to Bret Hart, like CM Punk did last week with the, with the different kinds of pinfall combinations and stuff like that. And, um, you know, the result was exactly what everyone expected it to be, you know, because it just makes sense, but it just felt like they did the perfect thing. I mean, it felt like, you know, this match on paper looked perfect and, I like that in storyline, basically the reason why was they both wanted to be in the tournament to represent Bret Hart and only one of them could be in it. And so they both decided to have a match with each other, you know? 
Um, just well, beautifully done. Um, I, Agreed. I there's not really much else to say. Some of these matches just kind of speak for themselves, you know. Like you know, I was gonna that show is somebody. a fucking brilliant way to put it, and that that can be described for a couple of the matches in the recent weeks too. You know, mainly Dax going Dax again, Dax and Punk. That speaks yes. for itself, man. They let them go, and it fucking worked. And I'm with you. I, I think there was some good storytelling here. Of course, there was, right? And I mean, yeah. Again, Garrett, our favorites bookended Dynamite. That is the way. I, you know, hey, man, if you're playing GM mode, that's the way you want your shows to that's go. That's how right? you book your shows in GM mode. <laughs> but no, this it for real though. This was this was so much fun and. I can't put it any better. Chain Tony Khan must be playing like 2008 GM mode because he also threw Lance Archer worth his ward low in the middle of the show. So he fucking sent it, and <laughs> the middle segment is uh, is also important, you know. But and something I got to point out, man. This, you know, what these matches are starting to feel like to me. Uh, what's that? In a good way. And, okay. and maybe this, maybe this is the New Japan uh, thing uh, speaking here a little bit, but I feel like okay. some of these matches are like some G1 Climax fucking block matches that we're getting. And they don't really feel like qualifying matches. They feel like this I mean, This is what matters the most. Like, they're already in the tournament. I was going to say that about the whole Owen Hart tournament. feels like a New Japan-style tournament. Now, without, like, a round-robin style, but, like, with the stakes. Yeah, and uh, the well, like, the, the most recent New Japan Cup, I believe, was round-robin style. So it's like, maybe there is some inspiration. I mean, well, eh, who knows? But I think the best thing we can do and we can say here is these qualifying matches don't feel completely obvious. And they feel like they're already in the tournament and they're fighting to move on to the next stage. Because a lot of the only qualifying match that we kind of knew the result was Nightingale versus Red Velvet. And that was because Nightingale wasn't signed. So unfortunately, but other than that, and and we have a, a fortunately we had a spoiler on. One of the new ones coming, and we got the one this week, which believe it or not, I don't know the match this week, how how well, I should say next week, how well it looks on paper to me, Mr. Uh, Bobby Fish and Jeff Hardy. We'll get on, we'll, we'll talk about that. I, I don't know how good that I looks mean, on paper, but these yeah, guys like fucking delivered. The guys on the roster, right? Like, <laughs> racking up to the. Well, the Bobby Fish, you can't tell at all in the ring, so I no. mean, you know. And, and I want to say uh, the right winner was picked here, too. I, um, I think Dax Dax is the proper yes. winner. I mean, if you wanted to go for the shock value and have Cash win, that'd be cool. But I don't think Cash wins the tournament. I think Dax could should win this tournament. Let's just be honest. Garrett, he you know who I want to see him face? And I don't know if he's going to be in the tournament. I need Dax versus Orange Cassidy. I'd like to see that on like a random Dynamite or something. I don't necessarily need that. Because be I want Orange Cassidy tournament. to actually go far in this tournament. And, and I, mean, I think, yeah, I think you can have him beat Dax. He really and does need that redemption. From, he does, from, man. And you can have him because Dax is most likely going to lose his next one if it's against a single star again, which I'm assuming. But then again, you shouldn't say single star in this company because everyone's they're all treated like fucking high prolific wrestlers. But do you know who I think is the most disappointed that they can't be in this tournament right now? Oh, who's that? CM Punk. Oof. you know what, though? You're right. But yep. he's as like, much as he wants that world title, he would love to be in the in the Owen Danielson Hart too, man. Tournament. Oh yeah, true. Well, I, I think he's fine with what he's doing right now. 
Just reminding you something else. I need to look. I, up I think I think Danielson's about to be a world tag team champion. To be completely honest with you, relatively soon. Like maybe not like soon, soon, but like next couple pay per views. I think is a good chance the Black Bull Combat still, Gold Bucks. Yep, I, I definitely think uh, if they don't bring out those trios <laughs> titles soon enough, yes, they should. Especially win if they have, and I think Wheeler may drop that pure title relatively quickly to some new star. Um, I don't think that he's. I, I don't think that title makes sense to have him. I think he's he should be either like TNT champion or he should maybe even he should be going after something like he's been on a huge winning streak like he needs something maybe the Ring of Honor World Title shot maybe yeah or something I don't know and like, it, it could work so I'm thinking Gresham needs something to do I'm thinking uh, let's hit let's hit our news real quick and then we'll just we'll dive right in we'll get elevation and dark results as well as dynamite and rampage for you guys All right. so there was a lot of stuff that happened this week so. yeah yeah so so real quick for news let's start it off on a good note here. New PWG world champion, and it couldn't go to a fucking better man. And Bandito has been dethroned because Daniel Garcia has captured the PWG championship. Let's, dude, like, let's fucking go, man. I mean, I'm not really surprised, I'm especially re- the way that Excalibur talks about, uh, you know, yeah, um, Daniel Garcia all the time. And it's also his perfect style, right? Like, And I but, just can't help but root for this guy. I keep saying this, but... I really wish Daniel Garcia had ended up with the Black Bull Combat Club. Maybe, Actually, maybe he this. will I one day. This. Maybe one day. Because, man, I think he's the second coming of Brian Danielson, dude. I swear. Like, it's just everything he touches, it fucking turns to gold. He's got the Midas touch, dude. I, th- I think he has that ability. Like, if he got somebody like that, like or like Regal or both of them, like to train him in that art of like just brutalizing and submissions, like, I just, I. Oh, it could be so beautiful. It could be special. And but he absolutely deserves it. Um yeah. you know, I I can't think Oh, you do, I don't know if you have this in news by the way, cuz this is a similar vein to me. Wheeler Yuta got announced for the Super Junior tournament. You know what's funny is I actually I added that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, so, I wasn't sure so you added will, that. We will be talking about this in 2 seconds here. I'm just going to hit uh So we do have some more Tokyo Joshi Pro uh wrestlers coming to AEW. And Sweet. I might not have the pronunciation correct here, but okay. Yuka Sakazaki, she okay. is on her way. And yeah, uh, it sounds like May 3rd was her last event. And she was last in AEW and a trios match in 2019's Double or Nothing. And oh, okay. Yeah. So she should be here soon. I'm assuming. We're gearing up for uh, a lot more, I guess, uh, Japanese wrestlers kind of becoming more of an influx uh, this summer, which is a we great had summer. a lot for a while. There was a good while where we had Emi Sakura, Mei Suruga, Lulu Pencil, and Ryo Mizunami all on shows all the time, as well as, you know, you have, like, obviously, like, Shida and yeah. – um, very, you know, um, Riho and all that. But, like, you know, I would like to see some more of them come back because, obviously, we've had – two AEW world women's world champions that were former, you know, uh, uh, students of like Emmy soccer, I think like, right. Like, so like, and it's, it's, like, it's something that I, I can't wait. I to, could be wrong about that, but, but no, but I agree. And, and we even might be getting back into it with dark here this week and, and stuff. So I, I think this is a great time for the women's division. Just keep bringing all the talent in that we can, man. I mean, we had Trisha Dora again on this week. They need to, Oh my God, dude. Trisha Dora is so fucking good, but um, let's do the releases last. 
The okay. 29th Best of Super Juniors uh, is going to begin May 15th, and it'll end June 3rd. So I'm guessing we might not see Wheeler Yuta. I, I don't yeah, know how that's going to work. I don't know how that's going to work, but yes, yeah, we had to take some time off. They could just ha- literally have like Mox and you. Here's what I would do: just have Mox and uh, Danielson run some tag matches for a little while while he's gone. You know what I mean? And it could or work. Add another member. And your time to add another member. So we got a couple uh, cool names here that um, are in the best of the Super Juniors. One of them being Impact Wrestling's Ace Austin. That's really cool to see. Alex okay. Zane, one of our guys. Alex Zane, right. who, who hasn't been on AEW yet. He's only been on Ring of Honor. He's one of those uh, 205 Live guys that we often mention on this show. With oh, yeah. Alex Zane, Anthony Green, Blake Christian. And you know, fuck it, I'll start adding Speaking Anthony. Anthony Henry. Green. Yeah, Anthony, Anthony Green Henry on Twitter. Acknowledging Dexter Loomis. Hmm, interesting, hmm. interesting. Garrett, this Italian prodigy. Uh, that is a member of the United Empire now, Francesco Akira. He will be okay. in the tournament. So Interesting. he he's someone I have Italian. not I have not seen work yet, but he is uh he's been getting touted a lot. Uh, my boy Robbie Eagles, big fan of Robbie Eagles, and then Wheeler Yuta, TJ Perkins, uh, and then everyone else is kind of you know they're already on New Japan, but Wheeler Yuta will be representing AEW. So good for him. Honestly, he's in Block B. I wouldn't be surprised if New Japan's like, you know what? We'll let him go to the finals. We'll let him go to the finals, and he can face Taka, uh, Takahashi for the title. I, I, I could I totally see sounds it. Sounds awesome. I could totally see them going that route. But no, we, we had to touch that. But uh, so this is Absolutely. kind of one of the bigger stories for us. And we we're going to toss a couple ideas out, and that was the NXT releases. And funny enough, we're recording this on a Monday this week, and there's actually even more news today with Roderick Strong requesting his release, as he fucking should. Absolutely. Yes. We need the full Undisputed Elite together. Oh, my God. That shirt, by the way, was beautiful. So, a couple big names here, and many of them are involved in current storylines. Right off the top, you got Dexter Loomis, one of the more character-driven guys that has been... Yeah, they gave him a gimmick before he was ever going to debut on the main roster that absolutely would have carried up in the same way that, like, Damian Priest did. You know, like... The guy has been over for three years without talking. Never said a word. Literally. And and he's been over. And, you know, I I, I don't know, man. That one I don't get. I'll be glad to watch him wrestle again. Um, he's actually one of my favorite ones to tune into when I would watch NXT 2.0. Um, Harland, this is, this is a shock. So Parker Boudreaux, he got the name Harland and he had to be the most hyped up non-wrestler I've personally seen joined the company in God knows how long. I mean, this guy has celebrities upon celebrities, like replying to his shit, commenting on his shit, like little baby, Kevin Durant, like serious A-list celebrities. And apparently he wasn't progressing like they thought. Garrett, I'm not kidding you. Tony Khan needs to jump on Parker, and this is the kind of guy you wrestle dark, and you wrestle in Ring of Honor. Get him working with some of the best in the world, because if he's bringing that kind of star factor, and the guy has a look, he looks like a mini Brock Lesnar until they made him look like a creep. Um, And then we have to talk about Malcolm Bivens, one of the just best managers in the world. They pitched him to be with Omos. He said, nope. And I guess he's been requesting his release for a while, and Diamond Mine completely fell apart now. So 
So those are kind of our our. Oh, and we'll talk about one more here. Uh, Dakota Kai, Garrett. Oh yeah, dude. Dakota Kai they has been given in AEW an entire women's division. They literally have, like, literally. And I can't wait if to they see just Dakota Kai sign a couple of more people. They have a full one, and it seems like they're getting pretty close to signing Diana Perazzo. So like, yep. So other, I mean, and then there was a few more, but these are kind of your main four here, and. So, yeah, I mean, what do you think about them, any of them in AEW, all of them? Dexter I mean, Loomis. I mean, I'm sure at some point we see them all in Dark or some variants, unless oh, they yeah, stop wrestling. I mean, we saw Marina Shafir on Dark for months, and now she's like a main – she's probably going to be – if she's not signed, she should be. Like, yeah. um, it'd be amazing, actually, if she wasn't signed and she actually did get a title shot, though. That'd be unprecedented, but um, – well, not unprecedented, but it'd be really cool. But anyway um, – but, um, I mean, I'd like to see, I'd like to see Bivens. You know what I mean? Like, um, I mean, you could I can't absolutely believe they use pitched a guy that like, gotta be with Omos. That actually might have worked, but I don't it might have worked. Like Omos, but... bro, everybody on the roster says Omos needs to be on his own for a bit. I think they just need to let him be on his own. Like, that's what I think needs to happen. Like, he needs to go to. Yeah, unfortunately, he he would be one that would do better in NXT now. But literally, yeah. NXT two would actually be perfect for him. I think. Because it would give people the opportunity to learn how to work, and he would also have the opportunity to learn how to work, and they wouldn't have to be like stellar wrestlers to wrestle a match against him. Yeah. You know? But, Gary, so, I mean, Dakota Kai, I, I have to ask, I mean, how did she I mean, never win the title? I feel like Dakota um, Kai has been someone that everyone was doing, like, okay, yeah, she's probably next. And then, well, no, this new person they just signed. The same way Aaliyah never wins the title. I mean, because they just never put them in that position, you know, like. And then when it finally felt like it was her time, they gave it to the partner because they want to try to get the partner more over in Raquel Gonzalez, who got called up to the main roster. (laughs) Yeah, Raquel Gonzalez is super over now. And it's just like, damn, man. It felt like her time was always next. And even as recently as Mandy Rose Everyone kind of thought, you know, Dakota Kai is probably taking this, and it's probably her time next. And then she loses the shot, and two weeks later, she's gone. Yeah, I mean, like, I just don't understand why they think that they don't want to have a women's division all of a sudden. <laughs> like, if what I'm hearing from what, like, Athena is saying in her interview with Chris Van Vliet, did you see that, by the way? If I, what I call bits and pieces. saying is true then I can't imagine there's going to be quite a few women up on the main roster that are going to have an issue with that because they were a part of this little thing called the women's revolution where they got rid of all that stuff, you know, like, yeah, it is absurd. And I did say to you, to everybody on the podcast a few months ago, or maybe a few weeks ago, I can't remember how long ago it was now a few, several episodes ago that WWE is going to start firing all of the wrestlers you watch. They don't want wrestlers in NXT right now. They want developmental talent that they can turn into wrestlers. But they don't want wrestlers that are already established and, because they and can't And they're only them. making the exceptions for super young people. Which, and, which yeah. I totally get. I mean. But it's weird, man. It's weird. I, I don't know how. How has NXT UK, by the way, avo- how did it avoid for years getting gutted like completely? I mean, I know for a long time it was nothing. but yeah. like, And now it feels like they're getting talent over every week, right? <laughs> there's, there's another one that Nathan Frazier, one of the guys from Seth Rollins' school, he, he's now in NXT 2.0 from UK. So, I mean, it feels like uh, all the tag teams have jumped, it feels like. so. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird, man. Right but, but, yeah, let's uh, – 
you want to take the people through Dark Elevation this week, and then I'll get them in the dark. Yeah. All right. Can you pause really quick? All right. Back from my freshly squeezed urine. Uh, <laughs> uh, have uh, episode Elevation Dark Elevation episode sixty. Dark Elevation. All right. Anyway. So speaking of dark, we have the Dark Orders: Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, Alan Angels, and Alex Reynolds taking on. A team of Luther, Bulk, Nasty, Tito, Oric, Jake Oman, and R.C. Dupree. Oh, that's right. Ten was in there as well. Hell yeah. And I named all the jobbers. Bulk, Nasty. First of all, before I continue, Bulk, Nasty, Charlie. I, I'm. That sounds like a local talent in my GM mode, and I'm fucking down. <laughs> all right. Um, interesting moonsault combo. I think it was like... Uh, Alex Reynolds and Alan Angels or something like that. Anyway, um, I forget. There was just a really interesting moonsault combo. Uh, they got the, they hit him with the fatality for the W. Greatest finisher name of all time. Um, Chris Statlander took on Julia Hart. Why was this match so long? Dude, um, I don't know if we have the time of it, but this got like 13 minutes, it feels like. It got way too long. Like, uh, I liked some of the stuff that Julia did, but like... She yeah. almost did die once on one spot. I think Chris Statlander saved her life, I think, at one point on uh, some slam move they were trying to do. Um, I liked Chris Statlander's music, by the way. That was good. The new music um, is really good. Her whole presentation feels nice. Yeah, I like they completely repackaged her. It's good. I like it. I like the new gear. I like the new new attitude. Nasty German suplex in there. The new name of the finisher, Night Fever. I love it. This whole new gimmick for Chris Statlander is great, but it works. We don't need 13-minute Julia Hart matches. <laughs> Match number three. We mentioned this guy earlier, uh, Konsuke Takashita. I believe I got that correct. Uh, I fucked it up. It's Takeshita. I'm fuck- <laughs> I, I literally... Okay, listen. I'm we're, a dumb we're American. Do that, okay, it's Takeshita. Takeshita. Yep. I actually thought I was going to fuck up his first name, guys, because that. It, it, okay, so <laughs> what I want you guys to do is go to, uh, it's go to the dark because there's a comment. People like put timestamps in the comments of dark elevation usually, and look at the way it's spelled. I'm just saying it is it is not easy to pronounce if you are not uh, brought up pronouncing names like that. Um, but uh, I did my best. I apologize. Um, so, yeah. I, I feel like I've said this name in my head for a couple months, and I always said Takashi. I was practicing it all fucking pre-show, guys. It was brutal. Like, uh, it, hopefully, it's anyway. a name that we have to get used to saying, though. Excalibur, uh, I am not because this guy all is right. this guy's special. Yeah, no, he's awesome. I liked. It. I loved, dude. He absolutely killed uh, Cutler with a forearm at one point. It was just like, oh, okay, we'll put your arms down to the side here. Yep, you're dead. Um, and he died. You're dead. Um, I think they gave Cutler a little bit too much. I, I liked when he wasn't really able to like, – his gimmick was that he couldn't wrestle, right? Like, but now he can wrestle, I guess? I don't know. Um, yeah. I, what was – so they said he likes to use the blue thunder bomb as, like, a finishing move, but, like, he – Cutler kicked out of it, I guess? But – Yeah, I, and I he gave a shout-out to El Generico, there. which is fucking awesome. That was interesting, yeah. Um, Excalibur. I guess he's going to be using a leaping right? knee strike to finish. I don't know what this guy's finisher is going to be. I really liked what he was doing, though. I'd like to see him maybe be on like Ring of Honor or something. That'd be really interesting. It's the little things that he does, and he does them well. Garrett, I I have a th- I have a prediction for him. I mean, this tournament might be filled up, but I think you throw okay. this guy in a qualifying match and actually have him win it. Hmm. Win the qualifying match to get in the tournament. 
And maybe he makes it to the semifinals but loses or something. Yeah, but that's it. He's got to get on TV first. They're probably just going to warm him up using Dark, which they which they're doing with a Go Go still too. So true. We'll see. Wait, who? I haven't heard. I haven't seen that guy in weeks. <laughs> he's actually. I don't on. even know if that guy still exists. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, match. Uh, what is this? Match number four uh, with Tony Nese taking on the Steel City Brawler, whose gimmick was that he's a Steelers fan. Um, running knee for the win. I kind of like <laughs> this match, though. I, I don't know why. There's a weird part of me that will enjoy this. No, they gave Steel. He gave Steel City Brawler a little bit, but he does, obviously the guy wasn't that great. Like he wasn't a super highly trained wrestler. It didn't seem like, but he seemed like he was um, pretty strong. So he was able to do some stuff. You know? Yeah. Um, it was good. Uh, match number. four. Five, is it yeah uh suzuki versus qt marshall um new factory music too okay cool I, it sounds better than the down 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 i mean it's the same thing but different anyway uh qt also got dropped hard by the forearm from suzuki he was like hit me with your best shot and suzuki just smiled and he was like Doink. okay caught him with it <laughs> And he, he, he dropped like a, a sack of potatoes. Uh, the gotch style pile driver for the win. Uh, Suzuki's on dark, I guess. Um, yeah, they're, sure. they're, they're trying to warm warm up the crowd and having more uh, more stars on dark. I, I, if, if they keep this trend up and it's not just a couple week fling, cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, in the next match, we had Johnny Hungy in a little squash. Johnny, Johnny, um, Johnny fucking Hungy. I'd be chill with a, with a singles run for uh, for John Silver. Uh, get a little bit of spin doctor love out there. Um, and that's what he used to win. I uh, picked up the one with that. Uh, and in the next match, we had uh, two. So, okay. So, the other thing is that they claimed this was like a double main event. So, we had in the first main event, we had... Sky Blue, Ruby Soho, and Anna Jay taking on Nyla Rose, The Bunny, and Emi Sakura. I don't really feel like the match ever really got going. I had a good ending to it, um, and Anna Jay picked up the win with the you know, Queen Slayer. I agree. It didn't feel like it got going. Did this really need to be a double? I mean, did this need to be dubbed a double main event? I'm not saying this match didn't live up. I'm saying, was this necessary? Does Dark and Elevation need to have a double main event sometimes? I don't really know if it does. Because, like... Yeah, that would imply people watch the show that aren't like beyond super fan level, you know. Like I, I don't know. But in the the other main event of the show, we had Max Ca- Max Caster taking on Penta Oscuro. Penta Oscuro. Um, yeah, and uh, this was, I like this. The arm break, yeah, it was a good match, and the uh, one with the arm breaker thingy thing, whatever that thing is called. Um, they need a name for that move or something just to break, break the arm. Um, I, I like that Max Caster is getting singles matches because obviously Bowens is, I think, still hurt, right? I actually don't know. He took a little bit of a bump in some of the stuff, but who knows when that was filmed, yeah, right? I, so I don't – I'm assuming we're just going to see him pop up again in a tag match and be like, oh, there he's Well, back. it's weird because we also saw Darius wrestle, right? Even though, yes, so but that was they, on the last episode of Dark, they've shouted out his injury or something like you know, like yeah. And so, Darius wrestled was on dynamite on uh, Dark this week. Oh, was that the end of the show? Oh, uh, yeah, that was yeah, that was the end of okay. episode. Uh, yeah, so Darius wrestled on Dark this week, but it was from Friday, April 15th. This was taped before Battle of the Belts, so theoretically, he I believe he was still good to go then, right? So 
Yeah. Um, Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It just depends on when they tape stuff. It's do you have the they, dark? Sometimes they should keep that continuity. I think you know. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah. So take us through Dark One Forty. Yeah. Uh, do you do you have oh, episode One Forty? Okay. So Red Velvet starts us off beating uh, this enhanced battalion Dolce to- Dolce Tormenta. Cool. Yep. Just kind of is what it was. Uh, Lee Moriarty wrestled. He defeated Serpentico. Um, Serpentico even jumped Moriarty at the bell, but he, he pretty much took him down pretty quickly, won with his elevated DDT. So yep, I, I'm cool seeing Lee Moriarty on TV, you know? Absolutely. That's a good look for me. Anna Jay and Sky Blue defeated the Bunny and Rochelle Rose. And I, I like this team of Anna Jay and Sky Blue. It, it works. It started out interestingly. Like, they dodged a sneak attack for once, which... I feel right? like people like, should do we that don't more. see that often, right? <laughs> yeah. They were probably like, hey, why don't you guys try and sneak attack us, and then we'll just dodge. And they were like, oh, yeah, no one ever like, does oh, that. Oh, yeah, good shit. That makes sense. Shit. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. But, yeah, and then it looks like we jumped into Penta Oscuro defeating QT Marshall. And, I mean, this, yep. you know. Uh, nice uh, ending sequence to it. I liked that. Yeah, it worked. I think the idea here with Penta is just we're just keeping him hot while Phoenix was out, and the crowd wanted to see him. So his little run as a single. If you think wrestler, about the two matches that QT booked himself this week, he booked himself against Suzuki and Penta. I mean, you couldn't book yourself a worse week than that. Like it fucking works, right? <laughs> uh, good. Yeah, you know that's a good way of putting it for QT. Uh, Abaddon defeated Charlotte Renegade, so Renegade's back on TV. They probably let her get this one while the sister uh, wrestled that qualifier match. You know what? That was the other qualifier match that we knew the result of. But it that was still pretty fun. But yeah, this was over in 20 seconds with the leg draping DDT. And then we had the clusterfuck main event. The Hardys, Top Flight, and Frankie Kazarian defeated the AFO, Private Party, and Helico and the Blade, and Max Caster. But, you, I mean, this was perfectly fine, right? This was, this was yeah, fun. I mean, they, they didn't have Jeff do that much. So he didn't really. Yeah, Jeff just. I, I mean, the only thing I could think of, Jeff had the hot tag. He just did yeah, a couple he, no, things. He does a great hot tag. Like he, people, I, I think that's always been something I never hear people talk about with him. When he falls, like this is so subtle. When he falls for a hot tag, it looks so like like he does like like it's so much less effort than what other people do. But it's so much more effective because it's just believable that he's. Oh yeah, you look tired. Oh, Jeff's tired because yeah, like right? even if you don't think Matt's the better wrestler. I think we all kind of know that even though Jeff is crazier, obviously Matt's a little slightly more technically proficient than Jeff, you know, like, um, yeah, and, and he, he makes it work in my opinion. And this, this was fun. I mean, I, I love seeing top flight. I, I'm always going to love seeing those guys. And, you know, this was, this was for the crowd to see the Hardys and stuff. So if, if, for what it is, I'm cool with it. But yeah, private party can only feud with Matt Hardy forever. That's the, that's forever. the rule. Yeah, they can't move on. They're not allowed. <laughs> you're not going anywhere um so yeah by the way yep go ahead something i actually have at the top of dynamite that i forgot to mention during dax versus cash was um cm punk was on commentary for that match yeah that was a nice touch that works mostly i think because he just wanted to watch the match but also i think he could just sat out in the crowd if he really wanted to so i think he actually thought he could add something to it and i think he did oh you know um, how it is get that cm punk pop it works absolutely get those ratings <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, so yeah, he also cut a promo right after, which we'll get to. But you know, like, which, it's, uh, well, we're actually gonna, let's it. jump into it right now because uh, Dynamite started off with your favorite, which Dax Harwood yep. qualified for the Owen Hart Foundation tournament. After that, we see some footage of Hangman Page. You can't be there because Hangman's recovering from COVID. Hopefully, you're doing all right there, uh, Mr. Cowboy shit. And yes, CM Punk yes. starts cutting a promo talking about, uh, you know, pretty much he's a fan of Adam Page, but he knows he's he's next. And yes, CM Punk versus Adam Page at Double or Nothing, Garrett. I believe we were clearly going to get started on the road to it this week. They still kind of tried to, you know, they had to pivot. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, how, how are you? How are you feeling knowing that that's the feud we're getting? Uh, I'm excited because it means we could have CM Punk as AEW world champion, um, which I think there's a pretty good chance of. So we'll, as we get closer to the pay-per-view, we'll start finalizing predictions and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm pretty confident right now. That's what's going to happen, you know, um, and I'm fucking few, down the way with it's it. booked could change my opinion on that. But I think I think right now that's the way I see it, you know, agreed. And and I, I think it, it it's going to work. I have I have good feelings about it. I I, I feel confident in what they're gonna do. Do you know what I want though? What's that? So bad. I want CM Punk and FTR to form a trio. My God. Yes. <laughs> and maybe maybe they're the one that gets Lee Moriarty. Ooh. Okay. Oh, that'd be incredible. But okay. anyway, imagine that eight man tag match: CM Punk, FTR, <laughs> Lee Moriarty versus. Wheeler Yuta, Brian Danielson, uh, Daniel Garcia, and John Moxley. Imagine that match. That's the Battle the of the Pillars. Become the bees. Uh, <laughs> the yeah, I just booked myself into a into a like a into a double or nothing main event. But anyway, um, okay, have to. Oh, we get, we got uh, to Scorpio backstage with Dan Lambert, and they're pretty much just talking about it's not a coincidence where he's at today. Just previewing the main event. We get the Blackpool <laughs> Combat Club. Moxley, Danielson, and Yuta versus The Factory. Cutie Marshall, Aaron Solo, and Nick Camarado. And I think the story here again, Garrett, is Wheeler Yuta. Wheeler Yuta is being presented as a fucking big star. And they hit their... Yes. He had some new gear. He had a new new intro uh, video package. That intro video package, the blood all over it, looked fucking sick, by the way. Yes. But... Yeah, man. Any anything else? Uh, th- I mean, this match was what it was, right? I mean, you kind of said, oh, yeah. you said you mentioned something earlier. I mean, the match speaks for itself. This match speaks for itself for just the fact of getting these guys another trio win. And I, I thought maybe is there potential that they're going to start working in maybe picking up Aaron Solo or something, but it looks like they're still just working as a trio, and we're not getting to the point of recruiting next. Maybe they recruit while Wheeler Yuta's in Japan. That'd be interesting, right? Maybe they recruit uh, Mr. Zack Sabre Jr. Oh my God! Could you imagine? Be great, crazy. That Italian guy. Um, the Italian. <laughs> Italian. Italian. Stallion. No, that Italian needs to go to WWE and team up with. Oh, you know Matt what I didn't Riddle, mention so in the, the news? Uh, after Daniel Garcia won his the PWG title, yeah. we already have his next challenger. Mr. Oh, yes. Mr. Konsuke Takeshita. Yeah, so that should be interesting. I, I, I'm definitely going to try and see I that. I can't believe this guy's back in the States like this. Like This makes me so happy. Well, I should say to the States now like this. I just can't wait to see what he does here in North America. I, I think 
I'm so curious to see his trajectory a year from today. But we get backstage. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it, it's it's exciting. Uh, Tony Schiavone's with Doctor Britt Baker, D. M. D. Jamie Hader and Tony Storm. Tony says Britt has Jamie. She wants him to meet her friend Ruby Soho, and pretty much they're just they're going off and off, and it's setting up a match for the following week. Yep, I'm cool. That should be a fun time match. Yeah, get get these ladies in a feud and get them on TV. We need it. Britt to not be in a title feud is also nice to see. Yes. Uh, Lance Archer with Jake Roberts first Wardlow. Uh, MJF and Sean Spears are in the press box. The handcuffs. I mean, the whole the whole shebang here. Uh, Wardlow beat his ass. Straight up. Bro, this was Wardlow's coming out party part like 13. Like Wardlow he... beat his ass. Dude, I could... I, do you remember... This is so fucking eerie now, Charlie. I remember saying to you months ago when Wardlow versus MJF was just being teased and he was having a few matches here and there because of what he was doing on Dark. They stopped yep. putting him on Dark because I think I started to see it too much because they were starting to let him do some of this stuff. I think for practice, like so he would stay, get some reps at it or whatever. I don't know why, or maybe he just wanted to do it. Yeah. I could see how good he was. Then I said to you, then I think Wardlow might be the best big man in AEW. And everyone was like, okay. It's like, eh, come on, really? Because I mean, the at potential. the time, Powerhouse Hobbs was just starting his incredible run he's been on. And I'm not discounting what Powerhouse Hobbs can of course do. Not. No. However, Archer himself is athletic as hell for a big man. So to keep up with him as a big man, you got to be athletic. And Wardlow is managing to do that the entire time. I think this is truly Wardlow becoming the Wardlow that I could see him as. And everyone else can see it now, too. They just let him pull out everything that he could do in this match. The man hit, like, a swanton. Like, yeah. No, I, for real. I, and and this, this is, like, men this size don't do that. No, they don't. And I, I'm, I'm 100% with you. And I'm going to take a saying uh, from our good brother, Robert Meyer Burnett. We're, we're parking our shuttlecrafts in the same shuttle bay here. <laughs> Wardlow... This is it. Man, Wardlow is special. He beat the <sighs> Lance Archer is protected. Like, this is not some guy that gets his ass like, beat. I remember saying, like, oh, man, I bet this guy can have, like, 20-minute bloodbaths. Everyone was like, yeah, okay, dude. He has three-minute matches. I can't wait to see his match with, with MJF. Oh, it's my go- God. It's going to be great. And MJF is small enough too. Like he could probably. This is not a knock on MJF. He's just smaller than Wardlow. He could probably toss him like how how Keith Lee tosses Isaiah Cassidy. You know, like agreed. Uh, maybe not as high, but no, like no, no, no. Because but... <laughs> you know Isaiah Cassidy got underrated hops. You know, but like facts. Uh, Isaiah Cassidy could have been a basketball player. Let's be honest. But shit, yeah, maybe he was. Who knows? Yeah, I mean um, he's. Clearly an athletic fucking Dude, freak. is that why Dante Martin – hold on. Is that the secret? Is that Dante Martin should have actually been the shortest basketball player of all time? Anyway. man. Come on, man. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Wardlow. Incredible, incredible stuff from Wardlow. Like, I, Do you feel like the story is kind of picking up some good pace though? Um, not really. To be no. honest with you, it still feels like it just doesn't – I. Maybe by the end of it, it'll feel good. But, like, 
it feels like some some. That's the thing. I feel like the ending's starting shit, to get closer, you know, so like... it's starting to get get better in my mind. I feel like my brain's tricking me. Do you think we're getting Wardlow versus MJF at Double or Nothing? Like, do you think yes. that's when we're getting? So I match? believe that's Oof. what four more dynamites, three more dynamites. Yeah, I mean they got time to build it. I he needs to get his hands on MJF before then. Oh, he really yes. does. He will. He will. It needs to be like two weeks out or something. That way we have time to digest it and then we can get the match when we're really, really wanting it, you know? And we're, we're due um, for some blood soon, man. We haven't had blood in a couple weeks. We had blood in something. I forget what it was. Yeah, we're, we're due for some more. Let's get let's get it rolling. Give me some corpse. Um, so, yeah. I forget at, what had blood in it. After the match, they just set here. that up. And then we get back from the break and... The Jericho Appreciation Society, sports entertainers, make their way down to the ring. Entertainers. Uh, so this is just a face-to-face confrontation, very uh, sports entertainer-like, which is fucking brilliant. Uh, the AEW Galaxy fucking got me. The AEW Galaxy. Garrett, I, I love this gimmick. <laughs> and oh, they did something later that was the ultimate sports entertainer thing. The, Jericho's a genius, dude. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing, man. By the way, Eddie, I, I I know I repeat this a lot, but every time he gets in one of these heated promos, he makes it just feel a little bit more real. And it felt like for a second, it crossed my mind. I was like, oh my God, the Jericho actually just really pissed this guy off. Like, is he about to fucking shoot fight him here? Like, <laughs> did he really just like, do something bad. You to say him? we're gonna put a hit on something. We end things. Like, dude, <laughs> like Jesus, I, I, Eddie. Like, dude, if <laughs> what, there was a split second, it's crazy how you could tell Eddie was not into this storyline at all. But now that Jericho is like taking it to that level, he's like, "Oh, this is gonna be awesome!" Like, so, it, it's so cool watching Eddie like be invested like he was. It is in the few weeks with CM Punk with uh who is he was just feuding with like, you know what i'm saying like i yeah, I yeah. really no, he's been know. feuding with big stars man punk uh, jericho and then uh miro so uh i i can't imagine they keep mentioning five on three do they get another two teammates for this fight i saw this being a very popular topic on twitter and some people are saying they would. They want to see a full LAX reunion. Ooh, um, okay. But I don't know if you can even do that. I don't so know. yeah, I mean, homicide and, and maybe I'm missing someone else. I can't remember, but oh, maybe. geez, yeah, I was looking at it. Um, anyway, yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. It just really depends on what you want to do. Uh, I mean, who would it be? Just off the top of my head, it would have to. Could. could could FTR be the the anti JAS because they're wrestlers? I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I can't help uh, but think maybe there's just a, a tag team out there just chilling that they could just be like, hey, you know. I would have said like Top Flight or somebody like that. There's just somebody you could elevate. I don't know if Top Flight would have made sense, but just because like I could see them just a, a top team. You know what I mean? But I don't know who it would be. Who's who's who fits the mold? Yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of options that they have, and I I, I, I can't really think. To counterpoint, you part of me thinks I do think they're actually going to go into this five on three. I th- yeah, I think that's another possibility too. I think there's there's no reason why they can't even why they wouldn't be able to win that. Like if they just like yeah, because there's still there's still a, a lot way. of meat there, you know. Mm-hmm. 
but I am fucking down with that for what it's worth. Yeah, no, that's that storyline's getting hot. Uh, I'm pun completely intended later on. Um, Eddie Kingston, man. By the way, uh, that little nugget uh, CM Punk dropped. You know, he's happy for everyone here except for Eddie Kingston. I'm telling you, man. They, that's the match. That is the match. That's they're, money. They're gonna yeah, run back. that back is money. They're gonna run that back for the world title, and it's gonna fucking work. Hikaru Shida versus Serena Deeb, Philly Street wait, Fight is wait, next. Wait, wait, Did we run it back at like double or nothing next year when Punk's held the title for a year? And Eddie King's I'd almost say Arthur Ashe this year. Part of me thinks it's going to be this year at no, Arthur Ashe. Eddie has to beat him. No, because Eddie has to beat him for the title. Yep. Oh, boy, Arthur Ashe. It's so soon. Whatever. Um, Our Philly Street Fight of Hikaru Shida versus Serena Deeb. Uh, this got rolling fast. The kendo sticks were rolling. Uh, I got to say, man, I... I, I was digging this match. It, I've been they liking this. Feud. Tried to do some unique stuff with like the chair and yeah. stuff like that. Like they did. This was not like your typical street fight. There was an H two O chant uh, that was interesting uh, when she cleared her eyes after the dust got thrown in them. Yeah, I, um, I thought was that was a nice little touch. Um, you never see that either. You usually missed and like you, dust has been used before, but you just don't usually see that in a street fight. Like oh, I guess technically that is legal. You don't really think about that. Part of me thought um, it, it should have been cocaine and it hyped her up. Like, imagine yeah, if she just funny. went fucking macho mode. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that would be actually... We need Joe... Oh, I wish Joey Janela hadn't just, like, un... un I know, he's so creative, dude. Oh, I can't... Bu- he could have done that, and then he would have been... Oh, anyway. Oh, whatever. Um, and I guess that probably... You know be- you know Joey Janela would do that shit. He'd be like, oh, yeah. But anyway... Um, but, yeah, anything else from this match? I mean, I really like this, and I, I like the winner. Super Serena, physical. Serena D picking up Sheena the win. was laying in the kendo shots. Like, she was laying them in, like... How, um, how do you feel about D being the winner? I really like D winning. I think D might need Rose's next challenger. It's starting to feel like that, dude. D theoretically wins the feud too, so it's three to two now. And I think the feud's done unless they meet in the tournament. Yeah, I think I think it was a good possibility. That's the next challenger. I think Nyla Rose may get another shot at the title for some reason because they like to do that with the AEW Women's World Title. So that may be the double or nothing match. But they could go straight up and just be like. Like last two weeks, book it like they did with um, Statlander. So I mean, I don't know. It just depends on what they wanna what they wanna do. They got a month, so they could still build it up. I guess if they really wanted to. Yeah, I got um, more than enough time. And speaking of that, as soon as Serena D wins, uh, Thunder Rosa is shown backstage with Lexi Nair. And yeah, Thunder Rosa is just watching the match, and then Lexi Nair is with MJF, and. This is pretty much MJF saying uh, uh, Wardlow's next challenger is bigger than him, stronger than him, and you can't teach that. So he's clearly hinting that it'll be W. Morrissey, which is also known as better known as Big Cass. And, you know, yes. big seven-foot man who's crushing it in Impact right now. He's he's he's. There was actually a really cool uh, little interview out with uh, Morrissey here and. Pretty much the guy's gotten himself back on track. I mean, he, he infamously had that uh, seizure at a show and, you know, he's been working. He's been getting back on track with his life. And it, I love a success story more than a sad story. And if, you know, this is huge for him. It was I'm just sure. an unfortunate situation for him and Enzo, you know. Yeah, like that, the way that got ended. fucking blown up. Uh, he had left with bad beef and and then, you know, clearly his life took a turn for the worse there. And, you know, he's, he might. In probably other universes, he wouldn't be here today with how that whole situation went. And it's glad to Absolutely. see him back on track. So, W. Morrissey versus uh, Wardlow. Cool. Should be a really fun match. Yeah. 
And I like that we haven't announced who it is yet, by the way. They're keeping it secret. Yeah. Back from the break, lights go out, and Fuego Del Sol's corpse is laying down. <laughs> Bro. Uh, that's a meme. Fuego dude. has literally been killed. Like uh, You had a great one. Uh, that <laughs> I don't know if you want me to repeat the meme, but you had a great one. Yeah, uh, there was that was a that was a Nyla Rose post. So if, she, if Nyla felt okay sharing it, I don't care. Yeah, that um, yeah, was beautiful. And so Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Murph, uh, Buddy Matthews are uh, making their way down. And Malachi's about to remove Fuego's mask, but uh, Sith Eternal is in the ring, and he says it's time for House of Black to get blindsided. Penta makes his way out. So does Pack, and then Alex, which means the man in the hood is the returning Ray Phoenix. Garrett. My return radar struck again. Oh my god. I mentioned Ray this, Phoenix last week. This fucking trio match is gonna fucking be so good. This match is gonna fuck. This That's is this gonna is fuck. Gonna <laughs> we're gonna look like Fuego after the match, for fuck's sake, dude. <laughs> Literally. No, no, that's what we're gonna look like after the baddies match. Oh, wait, wait. oh my god. Uh, I can't wait to talk about that. Uh, Actually, that's kind of what the baddies jobbers looked like after their match. It is. And Excalibur announced a swerve will face Darby Allen in an Owen Hart tournament on Friday, which got a big pop out of me. Uh, swerve says he's looking to turn Rampage into Darby's and to Swerve's house. Darby says Swerve can't keep coming into companies and saying it's their house. And this is cool because these guys go way back to Defy. And this is kind of... That's why when Darby came out uh, with uh, with that guy, that guy that never showed up on AEW that they signed. Uh, yeah, the 16-year-old. I'm forgetting his last name, but Nick something. Yeah, Nick Wayne. Guy. Nick Wayne, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess he'll probably, when he's old enough, he'll, 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 yeah, he'll for wrestle. Yeah, for sure. But, but anyway, that's why when Swerve just popped that popped out like out there while Darby was out there because, you know. Yeah, it, um, this got me excited, man. And think about it. This technically goes all the way back to there, like this current storyline between the two of them. So that's kind of cool if you really think about it. Yeah, and we'll dive into that a little more on Rampage here. But, Garrett, we get the Undisputed Elite in the match finally. Adam Cole. Hey, what a team. Varsity Blondes, Dante, Shoddy, and Brock. All right. Yeah. Uh, it 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 works, I guess. Um, but the Undisputed Elite kicked the shit out of them. There were some great spots in this for what it was. The big thing here being that they got the shirt at the end. Are they setting up the Undisputed Elite to be the ones to face Jericho? Appreciate society. Are they going to be the ones to face, you know, the the combat club? Who knows? Uh Opportunities are endless. Jericho lights out. Yeah, it could be beautiful. We need a stadium stampede live in the stadium. No. <laughs> uh, but, stadium stampede with an audience. <laughs> <laughs> but this was fun, man. Um, Cole got the boom on Johnson. Uh, followed after yeah. the BTE trigger. I mean, the, the match was what it was. But yeah, uh, Julia Hart, again, sitting there. Uh, yeah, she could care less that everyone's dying in the ring. That storyline's moving slow, the Julia thing. But I, um, guessing we'll see that. I noticed on Dark they had changed the way her eye like looked a little bit with the makeup. Okay, cool, good, good. Yeah, that that that. Okay, so maybe that that's some progression. Slow, maybe they so. are going to do something with her. I would love for her to be the female member of the House of Black. I would love that. That'd be great for her. That, that would happen. be fucking great for her. I would love it. But yeah, undisputed elite win the match. Um, yeah. Then then we get the fireball. So Jericho, you know, he's all about sports entertainment. So what does he do? Throws a fucking fireball at Eddie Kingston. 
Bro. I saw people being like, why would they do that? That's so dumb. That's the point. That's what this Literally. gimmick is. This gimmick is so fucking it's ludicrous. They're literally pulling up the fireball that was used last year with with Alexa and Randy. And I saw people being like, oh, I like how people, you know, like the AEW fireball, but shot on this one. It's like, guys, you're missing the point of all this. And I can understand missing the point of it, but fireball is the ultimate. I think people have that reaction because of the stupid barbed wire exploding death match. I think that's why they have that initial reaction. They should do that again with Jericho Appreciation Society. Oh my god! <laughs> no, it's, they it's won't. Exa- exactly the same way too. Like and they should be hyping it up as that, and then fucking all hell breaks loose. No, but uh, <laughs> no, that was cool. That was fun. This is fun. Was it needed? Hell no. But that's the point. <laughs> and then we had the main <sighs> event, which we already talked about. So, yeah, Garrett, uh, dynamite man. Lots of wrestling, but we love lots of wrestling, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I would I love to know like a stats breakdown. Two hours breakdown. of wrestling to two hours of promos. Yeah, I would love to know a stats breakdown of how much wrestling is actually on this show. Because I feel like within the two-hour program, it's probably like an hour and 35 minutes or something. Some episodes, it's just brutal, though. Like, I'm going to be honest with AEW. Sometimes they'll, like, take a five-minute break for promo time. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, so let's hop in a Rampage. Funny enough, we didn't have any favorites of it, but that's not knocking the show. Um, Rampage kicks off. They did the classic uh, entrances on YouTube, and Swerve Strickland and Darby Allen are. Sleeping. I'm starting to like hate that. By the way, I understand they only have an hour, but like, still, no, yeah. You know, if like... they didn't have an hour, I'd be down with it. But believe it or not, I actually, I do watch the YouTube thing before. I don't know what's fucking wrong with me, but I have been doing that. I, I can't tell you. Probably watch the Road to Dynamite too. You freak. There's been some weeks. <laughs> no, but uh, Swerve and Darby get out there. This match wasn't too long. But for what they had, it was going pretty good. But uh, your guy here, man, Ricky Starks, fucking asshole, kind of, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, was the interference really necessary here? I mean, like, yes, because Ricky hates this guy, and Ricky's an asshole in character, and yeah, he wants to fuck with him. So he left the commentary table. By the way, Jericho, fucking giving him credit for doing that was awesome. <laughs> I like that yeah. they don't ignore that shit. And yeah, so the whole point here was it was a good match. It was back and forth. Swerve hit his beautiful finisher and pretty much shit's going down. Ricky comes out there and Darby ends up uh, playing Slurve with with the Last Supper for the one, two, three. So not a clean finish, but not every match in this tournament has to have a clean finish. And it it progresses the uh, Team Taz versus Swerve and Keith Lee match. And... Yeah, I guess. Will that probably? Do you think that'll be a like pay per view thing? Like, you know, I I don't know the route that they're gonna go with that. I would I would think that it will be, but part of me think not, you have a spot for both on the pay per view per se. But one of them I'm might like, get the tag titles hot shotted to him soon, and that might be a, the tag title match at the pay per view. Maybe. We'll see. So well, yeah, we'll see about that. But anything else from the match you wanted to add? I mean, for what it, it was short, but it was good. You know, they hit one of my favorite spots of the week in this match, which was okay. a uh, low pay, which I guess is what they call Darby's uh, third, second rope dive into a knee strike, which was Ooh. really nicely sold. Yeah. Um, they also keep people. Okay, I guess people think suplexing to the floor is cool now because FTR did it with the Briscoes and now the FTR did it in their match. So I guess now everybody does this. I don't know. It's a copycat but, league. <sighs> but yeah, no. Um, 
the finish was cool. I don't know. Like I just I I I wanted this match to be more. To be honest with you, like it's not. Yeah. I just didn't have enough no, time. Yeah, I agree. Hour show. I think for what it was, it was fine. But I I hope when they run it back, it didn't disappoint me as much as the middle of the ma- middle of the card match. So yeah. So I hope when know. they run this back, it's they get more time and uh, it's great. Uh, yeah, yeah, so right after the match, we get Sean Spears backstage. He's hyping up the seven foot tall. And as pinnacle potential, mean anything to you? I mean, I think he is. I think it makes sense that they're going to need a new big man in the pinnacle. So if Morrissey's the guy, great. Yeah. I'm cool with it if he's the guy. But Especially I, now that Satnam sings like a, a player. You know what I mean? Like, Which, by the way, apparently man. he did wrestle at the dark tapings. So, Garrett, I saw that, yeah. That is fucking great news. I can't wait to see what he does in the ring. Absolutely. He's, even if he's not like great, even if he's, he's still learning, I'd love to, I want to see it. I want to see it. We have back to commentary where Excalibur grills Chris Jericho about, about his attack on Eddie Kingston. Jericho ignores it and names himself the sports entertainer of the week. Mm-hmm. And Santana and Ortiz rushed down, chased Jericho off. And yeah, we had a commercial break. We get the debut of the baddies. Jade Cargill, Kiara Hogan, and Red Velvet with Simp Mark Sterling. Garrett, that mm-hmm. entrance, dude. Dude, dude, perfectly dude. in sync. This, this, they've somehow made Jade's character even better. I, I it fucking. Kudos I'm officially to dubbing Baddies TikTok TikTok. But anyway, TikTok. go on. Yo, I actually did see that TikTok. My God, uh, Kira Hogan, Red Velvet, awesome. First, Willow Nightingale, Trisha Dora, and Sky Blue. Um, Willow and Trish, they uh, signed them yesterday. But no, they, this was awesome. Trish, unfortunately, had to eat the pin. But I think that's because this was her second time here. And mm-hmm. this will not be the last time Trish is in AEW. Straight up. She's one of the best fucking women's wrestlers in the world. I believe PWI had her at number one in the world. And yeah, so it, this was great. I mean, I'm not going to say this was great. This this was great debut of the new team, right? Yeah. That's what just, this, they, they that's what this accomplished. Any of them set up for Jade's next challenger out of this group, you think, or no? I mean, and you want to throw Willow in there? I mean, I mean, I'm why not? I'm like, in, right? I'm fucking in. Get, she'd be the one, but I don't know. I I, I was kind of hoping we'd see, like, Willow Nightingale's all elite. Wasn't the case. Yeah, not likely. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like they're going to sign this her. This was she's, what she's, it was. She's, she's, she's in Ring of Honor. Let her be in yeah, Ring of cool. Honor. cool. Yeah. This, this was what it was. Uh, we see Tony Schiavone backstage with Darby Allin a swerve. Darby says he didn't. He didn't this is way off, but... That's not how they wanted it to end. And pretty much he, he swerve says Darby had nothing to do with Ricky Stark's interference, which I think I like that they addressed that. Like what he wasn't a fucking idiot. Like, yo, bro, why'd you send Starks after me? You know, he didn't fucking <laughs> No, but he, he wants Darby to win the cup. And in the meantime, he's gonna call up Keith Lee and help settle things with Starks and Hobbs. I'm in. I mean Absolutely. I got, I got nothing more that, you know. I got nothing more for that. But Keith Lee versus Colton Gunn. This was uh, pretty Boring. quick for what it's worth, but Keith Lee just kind of beat his ass. Um, I want to say that there were some shots at the dad on commentary that were pretty funny. Yeah. But I don't know. This hit a commercial break at a weird time, and I mean, this wasn't great. This was just kind of there, right? This was yeah, to get Keith Lee on TV. Which, and then the ne- the next segment yes, just made which me which they've done great with Keith Lee by the way I, I I've loved yeah, their presentation been doing good. Keith Lee. no he still looks strong in this it's just it, 
they just kind of derailed Colton Gunn and the guns a little bit, you know, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The ass boys. You know, I think they got a perfectly fine. They need to get them back at the tapings. Hopefully they were there. I haven't seen all of it. Like, I don't know the list of everyone that's at the tapings. Yeah, they were pretty common on. They were on like every episode of Dark for like months. Like, yeah. Yeah. It works for them too. Uh, backstage, we see Tony Schiavone with Matt and Jeff. And what? No, pause. Because they're like, wor- they're characters. I mean, they're obviously, you know, prima donnas, but they're also like, they're work, they're workhorses. That's their yeah. whole thing. That's what Billy Gunn's thing is. Like, he was the workhorse of, of the group of people he was with. But anyway. Didn't he say something like, we need to go talk to her? Oh, no, that's later. We'll get into that. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Actually, I think that's more just here. setting them up, not them teaming with the the acclaimed when the acclaimed come back. You know, I don't know who that's going to be, but someone's clearly going to team with the acclaimed. But I don't know who it's going to be. Yeah, so Jeff um, is going to be stepping into the solo dimension for the Owen Hart Foundation tournament, where he will face Bobby Fish. I believe that's a combination of like ninety years old or something. So that'll be cool. <laughs> I don't think it's that high, but it's pretty funny. It's the old. I don't man. know. Is Jeff fifty? It might be. Yeah, right. No, Jeff's probably still in his 30s. Uh, we then see a highlight package of the Undisputed Elite's win from this past Wednesday. Cool. Back at the ringside area, Dan Housen's making his way to the ring with a microphone in hand. Hook makes his way down, and he has a face-to-face. And Hook says, we're doing this right now. Mark comes down, says everyone needs to hold up. Tony Nese attacks Hook from behind and shifts his attention to Dan Housen, who he also attacks. Sterling gets in the ring, and Hook takes him out and then fires back at Nice, who retreats alongside Sterling. And Danhausen tries to shake Hook's hand. Hook grabs Danhausen but lets him go and leaves. I think the funny thing here was Hook scared off Sterling, but it made it seem like Danhausen cursed him. Again, they haven't shown the cursing on TV. The one time I saw it was with Regal, and that was off TV, and Regal's a fucking genius. Regal's so awesome. <laughs> you know he wanted to do that. You know he fucking wanted to. And, but yeah, so... Again, this kind of confirms our theories here of Hookhausen. I think they're going to run them as a tag. Just because they want to use them both. Because it's a fucking... It's over. It's it, This is the... And I hate to say it. This is kind of their new Orange Cassidy. Where it's going to be a comedy gimmick. But it's also going to get serious when they get in the ring. It's weird to say that while they still have Orange Cassidy. But... But yeah, I mean, what did you think of the face to face? Just kill me already, please. <laughs> Burn me at the stake, like throw me off a building. Look, you know he- Taz hates this, and I agree with him. I don't think he does. He should hate this. It's, then I don't know, man, because they're over. Hook was already over. He didn't need it. Like he now with now I mean, when Hook, Hook definitely doesn't. Over, need I don't this. know. Maybe if they booked him on TV, he would have. I don't think Hook needs this. I do agree with that. However, I think this is a good spot for him to go. No, you know who definitely doesn't need the association with Hook at all? And that's my opinion. It's Dan Housen. Like, he doesn't need... Like, what does Dan Housen gain from this other than... Like, I don't know. Hopefully, when we see him return to the ring, if he's cleared yet, hopefully it's soon. He impresses. And maybe Hook can help him impress. I don't know. It's this idea of, of sticking the new guy with the two new guys, right? I don't know. It, it's this comedy mystery, but you also have Hook who has this presentation of like a UFC fighter. It's – I don't know. That's why like I think you've, like, you're just taking a character that's potentially like one of your serious 
heels that you could have once he actually gets into the heel side of things because he still wrestles kind of like a baby face, you know? Like, yeah. I agree I with that. He, I do think he's going to be a good You're heel. throwing it away. You really are throwing it away because you're not going to get back to that same level with Hook once he's done this for six months, you know? like uh, Well, uh, I think in other companies that would stay true, but I think this is just – I think this is also going to be warming Hook up to the crowd still. He's still so raw. You know, this is their way of doing a hook story and changing it from Wardlow's story or changing it from insert other wrestler story. It's just changing it in a different way, and they're going to do it in a comedy slash serious tag. I don't know. I'm curious how it's going to work. I am curious how it's going to work in the ring, too. But yeah, back from the break, Lexi Nair's backstage with the gun club. Austin and Colton make excuses for Colton's loss. Max Caster and Anthony Bones of the Acclaim make their way and say they want to join forces, join forces with them. And they say they have to go talk to their dad, Billy and Garrett. They were trying to do the scissor thing with them. And then Anthony did it to Lexi and she just shook her head and walked away. And then decided <laughs> to do it with Max. <laughs> now, why is that so funny to me? I that, That's my humor. That's why they do it because they know it's fucking annoying. Like... Like you want to oh, scissor with it. us? You want to scissor with <laughs> us? She's like, no, no. Lexi, no, get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here! But yeah, we come back to the ring where Ian Riccaboni joins commentary for this one, and Ring of Honor. Ian Riccaboni, Ring of Honor's ring announcer, Bobby Cruz makes the introduction, and it's time for a main event of the evening. So I'm gonna let you take this one away for us. But Samoa Joe versus Trent Beretta for the Ring of Honor World Television Championship. Uh, AEW, I think, is starting to develop what it's what I'm going to consider the AEW in-ring style. And this match was a perfect example of it. Hard-hitting, high-speed, lots of submissions. Um, that's basically the AEW style. It's basically a bite off of New Japan, a bite off of Ring of Honor, bite off of PWG, bite off of New uh, sorry, like the, New J- the other Japanese promotions, like the Japanese women and the Japanese men, like the DDT stuff. Um, a throwback to some of the old school Japanese style. It is basically all those things combined into what I just talked about. And that's what the AEW in ring style is developing to be. And I love it. Um, beautiful. And it's why I love putting Joe versus Trent because both guys spent time in Japan. Both guys have a hard hitting style. I would love to see Joe versus Chuck Taylor as well. But I, I think if you're going to put him against somebody in this group, it's gotta be Trent and, we have been Dude, talking Trent about never never held a singles title in Ring of Honor. I don't believe so. And just to kind of add something to this for you, we had been talking about Trent in in recent months, saying this guy's been back and he's been putting on great work. And I feel like this is a little bit of a reward in a way, main eventing for a title match on Rampage. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, hey man, you did a really good job. You're not going to win today, but we're going to push you against Joe because Joe needs a really solid challenger, and you can absolutely provide that. Um. I, I was a little disappointed. I thought they would have a little more on the stick against each other in the pre-match, but eh, whatever, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm with you. I thought this was good. I, I'm really liking Samoa Joe and his route in AEW slash Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. I think it's off to a fun little, uh, it's a fun little journey right now. You know, it, it's, I'm just liking what they're doing with Samoa Joe. And I, I like having the Ring of Honor people come in for Ring of Honor matches too. Like I like that. It's interesting. Yeah, and and I'm wondering if we're going to see you to do his title matches too. So that's the one I'm curious of what they're going to do. With. Um, I would love to have Danielson on commentary for that. Oh for my title god, match. wouldn't that be good? 
No, here's your here's your commentary team. Just have everybody else go to the back. Sorry, Excalibur, you too. Danielson and Punk, pure title match commentary. You want to get those pure title matches over? There you go. There you, there go. you go. But yeah, uh, Trent rushes at Joe. Joe planted with the Uranagi. Then he locked in the Coquina Clutch. No, wait, actually, three man. Throw Taz in there. Taz knows submissions. What am I talking about? Fuck it, throw like, Taz. Now, we need Chuck Taylor on commentary, bro. And he needs to be able to drop f after the match, Joe and Trent shake hands, and Tony Schiavone comes to the ring to talk with the champion. Hey, what the fuck are you doing to Trent? <laughs> Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutton, Satnam Singh immediately interrupt, and they rush the ring. And Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy cut them off, and a brawl ensues. So, setting up. Orange Cassidy versus Satnam Singh is probably going to happen, and I want it. Please. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see Satnam Singh work. Like, is that Satnam Singh's match at Double or Nothing? I don't think he gets on Double or Nothing. That Come would fucking on. shock me. Straight up, straight up, Come that would on. shock me. Nah, I, I mean, some something from Ring of Honor is going to be on there, obviously. I'm. You think? I'm guessing they're going to save it all for Ring of Honor shows and random well, shows. I mean, there like hasn't this. been a Ring of Honor World title match in a while, so I would think. Yeah, so uh, we'll see with that. I'm, I'm, God, who would even I mean, they did the one on, uh, what was it, on uh, Battle for the Belts, but I mean, that, I feel like they needed to do that one. Like, <laughs> yeah, we need to get Dalton Castle back. I wonder if that guy worked dark. Dalton He's Castle should be. Uh, he he kind of feels like he fits AEW. Dalton Castle joins the best yeah. friends. Come on, I'm dude. I'm down. Um, but yeah, that'll do it for uh, Dynamite and Rampage. So yeah, I mean, overall, it was a good week again. <laughs> it's every dude. week. When it's a bad week, that's when we get worried. We're like, what the fuck's going on here? Hold on. <laughs> um, All right. I teased it a couple times throughout the show. I got to get your opinion on this. We have a match coming next week. Okay, Deanna Perazzo. Versus Mercedes Martinez for the undisputed Ring of Honor Women's World Title. Yeah. Now, that's going to be a crazy match, I have a feeling. Um, do you think it opens or, or closes the show, or do they hold that? I think it, I think either or. I don't know if it's going to open or close. I think it would make sense to let it main event. Um, Especially if this is people's first watch of Deanna Perrazzo. But I think I I think do the same thing you did for the for the Joe match. You know, maybe even have Riccoboni back out there or something like. Oh yeah, um, I think they're going to. I think I really like this what they've been doing with the melding of like the universe into one universe. Like KW is basically just Ring of Honor now too. Like it's it's until they figure out what they're doing with Ring of Honor, you know, um, like full like fully you know television wise and stuff. It's just like now AEW is just AEW and Ring of Honor for a little bit, you know. Um, but that match should be really fun. Dynamite, I mean, Dynamite has just been like so stacked for like weeks now. It's just like I don't even know what to do. Like, it's unbelievable. But yeah, let's. Uh, the other matches we had: Jeff Hardy versus Bobby Fish, Owen Hart Cup qualifier. Yep, you yep, think yep, there's yep, any yep. chance Bobby Fish wins? Ah, I mean, I think there's a chance if Jeff Hardy like hurts himself in the match or something. You know, <laughs> shit. <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, I mean, it could happen. You could like take a bad fall and they'd be like, "Yo, I, I'm gonna be out." You know, and be like, "Oh shit!" I would be genuinely right. shocked if Jeff Hardy lost. That's what I'll say. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. You got to have some big names in the tournament besides just like the young people, you know. Yeah, uh, Wardlow versus uh, what we're assuming is W Morrissey. They might pull a fucking ratchet out and uh, it's Enzo, which I hope not. I really don't want to see Enzo. That would be some shit. Would be some shit, but I, I hope not. Um, so yeah, that'll be fun. Deanna Perrazzo and Mercedes Martinez, like you just mentioned. Garrett, who do you think's winning? I think Deanna Perrazzo. I think it's going to be Mercedes Martinez. Because Deanna did not sign with double him. double DQ. I'm wondering if Deanna didn't sign, and maybe she's sticking with Impact. So they're gonna. If she did sign like to AEW Ring of Honor or to one or the other. I think I think if she signed to AEW, she loses. If she signed to Ring of Honor, then she wins. You know what I mean? Like yeah. 
So that'll Literally. be interesting. But I'm going to take Mercedes in that, and you're taking Deanna. Cool, cool. I, I'm, I think I think I think Deanna is just so hot right now, dude. I agreed. Know, like, I would let the main event. Yes, I would like their entrances to start at like nine thirty-seven, and they fucking just get the full like last twenty minutes of the show. Yep. The but uh, grudge match: Chris Jericho versus Santana. I got Jericho in this one. Same. The Butcher, the Blade, and Angelico versus the Blackpool Combat Club. Angelico. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm pronouncing it three different ways tonight. Apparently, Angelico. <laughs> Uh, we got, I mean, yeah, I got Blackpool Combat Club. You think any chance those yep. three guys want to join them? Uh, maybe in Helico or something like that. Uh, go ahead and continue. I need to use the restroom again. I'm sorry, yeah. everyone. No, no, you're good. Yeah, we're about to close out anyway. So, and then on AEW Rampage, we have Hook in action. I'm guessing they're going to maybe tee up uh, some more stuff with him and Dunhausen. And then we got Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm and Ruby Soho. So, yeah, I mean, Rampage is looking good, too. Uh, Dark's looking good. Slight spoilers for that, but um, yeah, overall, it's looking like a pretty good week here. So, yeah. So, yeah, all in all, next week, it's looking pretty good. But, um, yeah, Garrett, any uh, any closing thoughts going into the week? Go, You know? Any- Just really proud of Angelico for finally learning how to do a wrist lock properly. God damn it. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. GG. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Uh, Says the guy who's never wrestled a match. <laughs> But yeah, Garrett, I know you are streaming all week. It looks like on your schedule, you got some Dark Souls action. They can catch you at the Duke of Derps on Twitch. And if you guys if you guys stuck around for this, I mean, how are you guys liking the longer episodes? We've kind of moved from 60 minutes to now we're hitting like 80, 90, pretty particular usually. We're trying we're trying to yep. like we're like unintentionally doing this, but we're spending more time on like our favorites and some of the more bigger news topics. More bigger. Look at that English. And yeah, mm-hmm. we're we're just kind of soaking it in and Try new stuff Drink here. Drink it in, man. I think all in all, we have like a goal of, you know, as this gets really going and AEW is going to have more shows. I mean, double or nothing week, we'll, we'll probably have another three shows that weekend. Like, that's just the way it is. And it's it's fun stuff. So we'll catch you guys again when you catch this next week, whether it's Monday, Tuesday, Sunday, whenever you guys catch this episode. We really appreciate it. Appreciate all the downloads. But yes, we will see you guys on the flip side there, brother. Catch on the flip side, baby. Hey, yo, baddies. Hey, yo.